Welcome to Let's Get Unraveled, a place where artists from all walks of life come to share their unabridged stories and speak openly and candidly about their creative journeys. We're so happy you're here. Hey everybody, I'm Co Hodges. I'm one of the co-founders and lead instructors at Unraveled Academy. And today I have the most amazing guest. I'm so excited. Shalonda Chaddock of Chubby Cheek Photography. She has truly changed the game for tween and teen photography and is a personal hero of mine. So Shalonda, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so excited to dig in. Can you tell everyone where you are located in the world and what type of work you primarily do? Okay, so I am in Houston, Texas, and I have run Chubby Cheek Photography for going on 12 years. Mm -hmm. And I have always, uh, I've done a little bit of everything over the years, but I really started just focusing on kids and families a few, like maybe six years into business. And that's been a great ride for me. I even actually had a spinoff brand for a little while that did high school seniors, but I just couldn't keep up with both sides of the business. Um, so I kind of had to let that one go. But lately, I've been um, really kind of focusing on this like teen tween age. So not high school seniors, because there's a lot of amazing work in that aspect. But and not little kids, just somewhere in the middle. I call it the middle years because it's just like this middle age that nobody really knows what to do with anymore. Right. So I'm starting to really like dig into that age and um, implement that, implement that, and roll that into my business. Oh. So that's that's where we're going right now. I'm still doing the kids and family for sure. That's never going to go away. Right. But this age, um, I feel like my business is followed like probably most um, photographers that started when they had kids. My business has really followed my kids' ages. Mm -hmm. Like my clientele has really, most of my clients have been with me. I would say almost all my clients have been with me since the very, very, very beginning. Right. Um, so a lot of their kids are this age range right now. So right. they're all kind of hitting this age. Um, so it's just kind of a natural progression to follow the age of your kids. Right. Um, so then your clients kind of age as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, so beautiful. Can you tell everybody how many kids you have and what ages they are? Yes. So I have two girls um, and they are 12 and 10, just turned 12 and 10. Ugh. So, yeah, I know they're I can't big. Even handle that. <laughs> <laughs> they're big. <laughs> that was too fast. Oh, well, I love this concept and how your um, business has transitioned into it. And we linked up truly over this concept. Yep, yeah. Now you are going to be creating content around this concept for Unraveled Academy for our students. Can you please tell our listeners what you are creating and why? Okay. So again, okay. back to my kids because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's always do. Yeah. Um, so a couple years ago when my oldest daughter turned 10, so she hit double digits, which mm. as a like drama queen mom, this was like, I mean, like curled up in a ball in the closet, like, oh my gosh, my oh, world is crashing, right? Like 100%. Um, 10, she hit double digits. Um, and so I think at that point, I really start, it really started to hit me that this age, it matters. Like all ages matter, of course, all children matter, but this age is such a, as a mom, right, this age hurts. Right. And as a photographer, this age is really kind of just not, I don't want to say ignored, but they kind of are like, right. because I, even as a parent, like every time I, every business 
situation, every photograph I take, every everything, every move I make in this industry is always, it always, I always look at it from two perspectives, the, the mom perspective and then the photographer perspective, right? And mm-hmm. I think when I first started my business many, many, many years ago, um, social media wasn't around, but blogging was really still like the thing. Right. And I blogged um, my kids like lives, like our everyday lives, like before it was ever called that, I called it that because it was like our everyday lives. Like, what are we doing every day? The normal, like monotony of life. And so I blogged that then, and I captured that then I didn't do like 365 or whatever, 364, whatever <laughs> days in the year there are. I didn't do any of those things because that's stressful and I don't like that kind of stuff. But anyways, um, I just photographed our lives, our everyday lives. And that I think really, um, built an audience for me. It built a client base, but it built an audience for me um, just in, within this industry. So, cause uh, most people, if they followed me for a long time, they probably would recognize, or even if they haven't, they probably would recognize this picture of my girls um, in princess dresses in a grocery store shopping cart yeah. from like 2013. Oh, yeah. oh I remember that. <laughs> um, so that was like the the height of that time frame. So it was easy to photograph them. My, my whole point, I don't mean to get off on a tangent. My whole point was <laughs> at that time, it was super easy to photograph our lives because they were cute and squishy little toddlers and they did funny things. They said, fun, you know, like, I don't know, flush goggles down the toilet and, you know, they were funny and life was comical although at the time I was probably like crying about you know things like flush goggles down the toilet but right. you know what I'm saying like life in general was just it's it was it was you have these squishy babies that are easy to photograph you just chase them around in a princess dress and you take pictures of them and it was amazing and that kind of started to change as they got older you know my kids are really easy they're not typical photography children they don't mind the camera they they don't like get irritated with me so I have to give have to give them credit for that, but it's harder to capture an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old. They're not going to be sitting in a princess dress in a shopping cart. You know what I mean? Like you have to really, I mean, they're starting to get, um, I don't know. My kids don't have phones yet, but they're starting to get like, you know, iPads and their friends are over more. Just life is different. Um, so I kind of started when she hit 10, I started to notice that like, okay, like it's not, and also let's be fair. Um, they get braces and things like that that are not the cutest. And they somehow at like, I feel like eight or nine, they, they forget how to smile again. Right. Like they go back to that really. Up- oh, honey, are you there? To be honest, like social media loves squishy, cute babies and princess dresses and shopping oh, carts. Shalonda, not- sec, sorry, sorry, honey, you oh, cut okay. out. You cut out for a second there. So oh, it's okay. Sorry, you do me. No, no, you're fine. I'm gonna edit that part out. Will you go back to where they get braces? Oh, okay. Um, I mean, you know, eight, ten, like they get braces and mm-hmm. they have that really weird smile now, right. and they're just—it's just kind of awkward. Um, and I mean, they're not social social media and and just you know the internet doesn't really care much for the not care much but 
No, it's not it's as okay. ex- it's not as cute, right? To have a eight or ten year, eight nine or ten year old in a shopping cart and a princess dress, <laughs> well, right? Fully honest here, and that is the part of the problem. Like it is true, it is true. And how many people have said that to you? Um, whether they're learning from you or even moms at sessions, where they're like, "Well, they're in this awkward phase," and you're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, well, we need to shift our perception on that shit." You know what I mean? Right. Because that's the thing. Like, no, but like, even as moms were like, my clients, I found it, they're, they're coming around, but I found like, they're even like starting to do less sessions because they're like, well, we don't really need a pick a birthday shoot for her because you know, she's got braces, but I'm like, but she's 10, like she's double digits. Like that is a milestone. That is just as much a milestone as turning five and starting kindergarten. Like, so so that whole like mindset has really like brought me to where I'm at. But then, and this is why I decided to, this is why when we, when we started talking about content and this was like really on my heart, I think it spoke to both of us because here's the bottom line. This is like cold, hard truth. So this is like not normal chubby cheek talk here, but it's <laughs> like cold, hard truth, right? Every one of us that started this business or start or picked up a camera because we had a cute little squishy kid. We're not going to have cute little squishy kids forever. Right. Every single one of those cute little squishy kids is going to grow up to be an eight, nine, 10 year old with braces and this awkward smile. And it's going to happen. And so I'm like, let me, like, I want to lead the charge in reminding people that this age and capturing this age, it matters, you yeah. know, like, because if you think about this age, they need it way more than a really cute, squishy toddler, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm not trying to like, I feel like I've said that a lot and it sounds kind of negative. I don't mean no. that that age is not worth capturing. It certainly is. But this age, like they get it. They get it if you're not taking their picture anymore. <laughs> they you know, do. They get it mm-hmm. if they're not, if you don't have a family picture, you, the last family picture you had was from when they were six, five or six, you know, like they're aware of that stuff. And so I feel like that is really why I've been pushed this direction. Obviously my kids are this age. Um, but my clients are this age and people just, I feel like mostly from a mom's perspective, we all need to be reminded that this age deserves to be captured too, you know? Absolutely. And that, oh, I can't even, I get choked up even talking about this because I remember our phone conversation when I initially reached out to you. I know, we both cried. <laughs> oh, it was so insane, but it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And these kids, and it, it is true. I think every time I'm mentoring someone who's truly working on their own personal work and their kids are between teenagers, yeah. hands down, they all ask me, how the hell do you capture your kids when they're on their phone all day? Or how the hell do you capture your yeah. kids when they're just playing video games with their friends? And I right. really think that this is like for our photography culture, it, a I cultural agree. shift needs to happen. A cultural perception right. shift needs to happen. Right. Because if you think games. about it from a mom, she's not seeing that. Right. You know, they're not seeing that on social media. They're not seeing that age shown. And if you think about it from like clothes, like mm-hmm. that was another thing. Like my 10 year old at the time, she's 12 now. She is like as tall as most adult women. Like she's right. super tall. So even think there's like a lack of age appropriate clothing for that age. Like, mm-hmm. but you think, right, like this is why I call it the middle years is because we've got these cute, squishy toddlers that are super fun and easy to photograph. And then we have these um, like super stunning beauty queens, high school seniors, which by the way, I did not look like that in high school. <laughs> Me um, either. I constantly see that and go, what? <laughs> I 
how are you 18? No but we doubt. have that age, right? That's super, fo that's photographed all the time and uh, rightfully so. So this age, like why do we stop? That's really what it came down to for me is my, from a business perspective, why do we stop photographing for this time frame? for this like, you know, five, six, seven years? Like why? Well, it's because we don't see it. From a mom's perspective, she's not seeing that age much. And then from a photographer's perspective, let's be completely honest, we're scared. Yeah. We're all scared. Absolutely. Well, and think of it too. So my, my oldest is seven. My daughter is seven. And I'm even seeing now, I mean, she has fully come into her own. She has her own person. She's got her own personality. Mm -hmm. She is not wearing the stuff I'm telling her to wear. And you know, I'm not a pushy mom when it comes to that stuff. But right. a couple years ago, it was easy for me to buy her a cute outfit, lay it on the bed. We put it on and we go take photographs. Now yep. she's telling me, no, I'm not wearing that. That's not my style. That. Right. So and I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I think it, it, it's kid dependent and they're, they're individuals. They're, they're these humans that have this complex inner working and, and they're trying to figure themselves out. And I think kind of just flowing with that and right. allowing them to be themselves, but you're right. They're not seeing it. We're not seeing it on social media where it, we're <laughs> every day we're inundated with these gorgeous images of these young kids, you know, and they're wearing these cute outfits. And once you get past that point where like mom is, my mom's telling me all the time, my daughter would never wear that. Or my son would never <laughs> wear that. Or right. there's no way in hell they would sit still that long for me to do X, Y, or Z. Right. So I think that it, it is a perception that, that we need to address. Well, and, that, and that's why I wanted to do this with y'all because I feel like, okay, y'all are the perfect medium to bounce this idea off of because, hello, we both cry all the time. Right. <laughs> we both cry during our conversation. <laughs> but it's more about like, okay, I, 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 I'm, you know, I have older kids, so I can look back now and see the progression of this in my own business and my own like motherhood journey or whatever. Right. But I see, I also see the industry and I, I want to change that mindset. Like I want to ease that fear, whatever your fear is of photographing this age, I want to help you see that it's not so scary. So that's kind of what my, the, the content has kind of evolved into how can I help other photographers in y'all's in y'all's forum learn how to not be so afraid of this particular age like what tips can i give you to get you started and get you yes. moving into this direction because like i said every one of us as a mom is going to have a kid this age at some point and every one of us as a photographer is going to have to photograph this age at some yes. point otherwise you're unless of course you're a newborn photographer or a senior photographer or whatever if you're super specialized then that's a totally different story but even if all you do is families at some point you're going to have a family that's going to have a 13 year old boy. Yes. You know, yes. or even, even more terrifying, a 13 year old girl. <laughs> you <laughs> know? Sure. Oh my gosh, for sure. But what's so amazing about it is those kids want this, even though they act like they don't. Yes. They want yes. it. And so, oh, I think this is a good segue to talk about what you just did in your live sessions. Yes. So can you tell everybody what you had set up, why you set it up and about the experience? Yes. So this was kind of what had, okay. So when we talked months ago, mm -hmm. I, I told you there were so many like little things that kept happening in my life that were really like steering me to this, right. to this, this, like to my heart being led to this. Right. And so one of the things was my, um, there's a local boutique owner and she mostly has a boutique with um, cute little kid boutique clothing. Right? right. But she even started to see, she actually read my middle years post 
mm-hmm. um, back in like 2017. And she was like, I guess it like impacted her. And then also she has a child that's in that age range now. He's the same age as my um, oldest. So I think just as a mom, like naturally the progression of like your mindset evolves with your kids age. And so all of that stuff happened for her. And she reached out to me and she was like, Hey, I really want to start getting more tween and teen clothing into the store. And I really want to like do something with this particular age range. Like your, your middle years post really spoke to me. I really want to like kind of join you in championing this champ champion. Oh, I don't even know what, whatever that word is. Um, Get, gearing everyone's mindset towards this age range because again as we were talked about clothing is difficult for this age yes so she wanted to kind of you know be like a leader in her industry on getting um that getting clothing and you know tween stuff right. so she was like let's meet and let's see what we can brainstorm she kind of had an idea and so her idea we basically ran with her idea um she wanted to um have me come into the store and do like mini sessions with these girls and so we really kind of geared it towards girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's because I think that um, right now, if you think about it, right, if you think about sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade girls, like that's tough. Like that's right. a tough time. Yes, it is. And I mean, I, I I could say so much about this because obviously I have uh, two that are like one's on the cusp and one's in this right now, but it's a tough age. And so she, we really kind of wanted to steer the focus towards girls and lifting up their confidence and just filling them up with worth and love and anything that we could positive for these girls. Right. So, um, so she wanted me to do, she wanted to do these minis. So I spent the whole weekend, the whole day. Um, I, it was simple. It was super simple was not an extravagant setup, proppy, nothing like that. It was backdrop paper and that's it. We did something really special for the girls that I'll um, share how I kind of laid that out in the content because that would take us forever to talk about it. But <laughs> we did something super, super, super special for these girls that really like mm. impacted their moms and all of us. I mean, we we all, I mean, it was the most emotional day for me. I think I cried all day long, <laughs> which I am a crier. I've already admitted that. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure I cried all day long. So we did some some really special things for these girls to really kind of fill their cup, you know, like fill them with this sense of worth and hope and like you are going to change the world. Like you, you, you right now, you, this person in front of you, you are going to change the world. So we really um, focused on that. So that's what she wanted to do. We did it. We filled all the sessions. I did 18 sessions that day. We filled all the sessions within moments because it's like we said, like, this age wants this, like they, they right. want it. They just don't know how to express that. Right. Um, and so we did, it was, it was amazing. Like it was just truly the most amazing day. So I'm, like I said, I'm going to go through all that stuff in the, um, and how I kind of laid out that day. Cause I've never done 18 mini sessions in a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a so lot. I'm going to go through how I laid all that out. I had plans of videoing these, of videoing a couple of these sessions for content, but then when it really came down to it, it felt like it would take away from like this, just the kind of like, I don't know, like how special it was. So I didn't end up videoing it, but I have so much information to really allow any photographer that wants to kind of take this road. I'm going to give all this information, questionnaires and all kinds of information on how to really like, hit the ground running if this is something that you feel called to do as well. Because I hope that's what my hope is. My hope is that we are an industry of mostly women anyways. And so my hope is that 
I know that our industry needs this. Mm-hmm. I know that these this age, because I have children, have girls in this age, I know that they need it. Yes. I think like, but I think that as photographers, as female photographers, as moms, like we need this. We need, we this. need this just as much as these yeah. girls. Um, Absolutely. So, it's so to wrap it up it's evolving like it started as this day at my my this local boutique and i think that we will continue to do this um but it's evolving i think that obviously if you think like okay this it's a boutique so it's going to be a certain um you know type of girl that has a lot of support around her right like a lot of the girls that we had all the girls that we had they have very supportive families and moms, and they're definitely loved. They are not lacking in the love department, but even they needed it, you know, like even they needed this day and the moms, the messages that I got from the moms. Oh my gosh. But, oh my gosh, sorry, my ring app is ringing. But my point is um, not only are they going to need it, but I feel like there's other demographics of girls that also need it. And then there's boys that are going to need it. I just haven't quite figured out how to roll it into boys yet, but I do know how it can be rolled into all different demographics and you could work with so many different organizations. It doesn't necessarily have to be a boutique, but you can work with different organizations to provide this type of. Oh, honey, you cut out. Sorry, you cut out again. Uh Oh, can you, can you hear me? Okay. Lose it girl. Oh, I lost you for a second. (laughs) Okay. So go back. Yes. I lost you for a second. um, You can roll this out to different organizations. Go ahead and start back. Okay. So, I mean, like you could roll this out to, to to so many different organizations. It doesn't necessarily have to be a local boutique. Um, there's so many different ways, different angles that you could come at these types of sessions. But the whole premise of it is to give you the confidence as a photographer to start to photograph this age easily and not feel so intimidated by this age because it's scary, but it can be done. And if you start with these types of sessions that I did, it really just, I mean, I did 18 of them. So it really made me, like by the end, like I really got, you know, you can't, you can't walk into these sessions and with, and make like, you know, pooting noises and, <laughs> and say, right. say, tell them to say the word booty, you know, like that right. just doesn't work with this age. But by the end of these, like I really started to get a good feel for how you approach this age and get them to relax. Because I only have 30 minutes per girl. Right. So I had to get them to relax in front of my camera pretty quickly. Right. Um, oh my so God. yeah, that's all going to be in there. I'm going to give all that stuff that I learned. Um, and that I have learned over my, you know, 12 years of motherhood. <laughs> well, I think that this is going to be a catalyst for something so much larger than we even anticipate because you're going to be planting these seeds with this information into the world. And then other people are going to take that and make something all their own with this yes. age range. Right. And right. I love and what you about- said about, oh, go ahead. oh, sorry. <laughs> I love what you said about um, the different demographics and the kids who are supported versus the kids who are not supported. And from right. my personal experience, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s, it was such a different dialogue that we had oh, yeah. as children. And I mean, sixth grade, I'll tell you a little story. And this is something I've not talked about super openly. Um, but in sixth grade, we moved around a lot. My dad was military. Um, and in sixth grade, I was at a new school. And this time around, the kids weren't very friendly to me. So I sat alone at lunch most days. I had a group of girls that bullied me. Um, And long story short, one day I got a note in my desk that said, you are ugly and you should kill yourself. 
And this is something I never told anybody. I never told my parents. I didn't tell anybody in the school staff. I kept it to myself and I struggled through that burden. And here's the thing that was so incredible about that experience for me now as a mother and as an adult is how many kids are secretly suffering and how many kids don't tell anybody or have no support system to tell. Right. And think about how, you know, back then, like that, it was a note you could go home and you could get away from it. You had your safe haven at your house or your right. you know, your neighborhood or your room or whatever was your, but kids no, can't you get can't. away from it now. You they have phones and social yeah. media and it's just constantly, I mean, think about how this has, how social media and these things affect us as adult women. Like right. I can't even imagine because I don't, you know, like I lived a, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think about that. Like, Mm-hmm. That was hard on you, and it was a note, and that affected you so deeply. What are how how are these kids, sixth graders now, handling that? Oh, you know, you're in such a vulnerable time where you're where you're so unsure of yourself. Like we call it the awkward years, but it's more than just the physical, the outside, right? The yeah. inside, you're just you're every day you're you're churning or you're trying to figure yourself out. You're you're looking for outside validation that you are enough. Um, right. then pile on top of that other kids who are searching for that and maybe they're not being treated well at home and they become bullies at school. So now we've right. got this whole like inner working of this where they think that this is it. This is their life. This is the world as right. they know it. They're in their bubble and there's so much hurt and pain that's, that's occurring there. And you know, what I feel like this and what you're doing is starting this dialogue about, self-love at a much earlier age. You know, we talk about it a lot as adult women. Most of us didn't really truly find ourselves until, you know, motherhood. And then, you know, even into our thirties, I know I didn't until I was in my early thirties, you know, really finding who I was as a human and being okay with that, you know, but we need to start early. These girls and these boys, they're nine and 10, even really struggling. And this dialogue of loving yourself and that you're enough and seeking your inner worth early. And that's what I feel like these sessions and this concept is doing for them. And it is, I mean, when we did it, um, when we did the sessions this uh, two weeks ago, there were, we, we kind of did a little bit of a wide age range, like a little wider than I probably would suggest. Mm -hmm. But, um, because the ones that really were the most like got it the most were the ones that were 13, 14, you know, because they, I mean, even the 12 year olds really got it. I'll give the 12 year old. I mean, they even really were impacted by it. And we definitely had several of them cry, you know, with the things that we were sharing with them and the things that we were just pouring into them, trying to just pour this, like you matter, like you matter because you don't know, like the prettiest, you know, most, amazing girl you don't know what's really going through her mind you don't really know what's happening to her just so much as the one that you know maybe isn't the prettiest and doesn't feel the doesn't come from the most you know close-knit tight family like they're all they all have no matter what side of the spectrum they sit on I feel like that age we all have the same we all have the same battles we all fight the same battles and Right. That's why I just, I, that's, oh, this was, it was just, it was so amazing. And I just, that's what I want though, because I feel like this industry, we're just, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard when we get an inquiry with a 10, 11, 12 year old, like instead of our normal age range, it's, it's scary. And I mean, I'm scared. I'm not going to lie. It scares me every time too, but I want to try to equip 
our industry with some things that I can come up with that can hopefully ease that burden on the, on the photographer so that the next time you do get that inquiry, you're a little less timid about saying yes, or maybe you finally do say yes. Right. Or you embrace it and you go, hell yeah, I'm super stoked yeah. because this is going to make a lasting impact on this family and this, this child, family. this child becoming an adult, you know? Yeah. Um, and I do think that that's the, that's the cultural perception shift that you and I both want to happen is looking at this as an opportunity to do more than take pictures because that's what we're doing. Every time we, we have a family session, couple session, whatever, we're doing more than just taking pictures, you know, right. it's, yeah. it's an experience and, um, and what we do really matters so much more than sometimes we let ourselves feel. Right. Right. Agreed. And think about like, if we can do this, like if we can, as our industry, if we can do this, if we can continue to just build this age up, yes. think about the type of maybe the type of world we're going to have in 10, 20 years, you know, think of the mm -hmm. like strong, beautiful, like um, selfless people that hopefully we will have you know, I'm not, I'm not, that sounds so like, like head in the clouds. I get it. Mm -hmm. But that's my, that's, that's how I look at things. Like I want, you know, I want this to grow into something amazing for these kids. And I, I really think that the 18 girls that did these sessions a couple weeks ago, I mean, they certainly impacted me. So all I can hope is that we, we definitely had some impact on their heart and how they feel about themselves. So oh. I yeah. know you did. I know you did. And that's what's so beautiful about this whole thing. I mean, think about this. I mean, I'm sure all of us can think back to some teacher we had at some point in our lives that were like, was really impactful to us. I yeah. will never forget Mrs. Rich, first grade. She changed my life. I'll never forget her. She's a fine with third grade. Mrs. Right? English was her name. Third there grade. Mrs. English. These are lasting, impactful memories that we're giving these kids with just creating this content to have other people further impact lives. Like this is going to be the ripple effect of what you're doing, Shonda, and it's so beautiful. And I'm just so proud to be a small slice of this journey with you um, because what you're doing is amazing. Oh, well, golly, slow your roll, girl. You're trying to make me cry. <laughs> uh, we thought we would try today. We thought we might. Oh, my gosh. Well, I would, <laughs> I would love to recap and say exactly what you're hoping for our students, our unraveled students, to take away from this course and this experience. So that, so ultimately, for the, from the photographer's perspective, I want every photographer that listens to this or watches, does the course to just be able to walk away and say, okay, I have the tools to either feel more comfortable photographing this age mm -hmm. or to maybe they want to roll out these types of sessions in their own area. So I want to give them the tools and equip them with the ability to say, I want to hit the ground running with this information and I'm going to spur this off in my, in my space, in my, you know, little part of the world too, because yes. that would ultimately be the best part for me is if a bunch of photographers, you know, and like I said, it was Sharon's idea. I certainly can't take credit. The owner of the store kids Anthem, I certainly can't take credit for it, it was her idea to, to, to do this, these types of mini sessions. Um, so, but I just want to be able to give, to plant this seed with other photographers. So to give them the tools that they need to either do these sessions or to be more comfortable with this age, mm. because like I said, we all are, we all of our cute, squishy toddlers are going <laughs> to be super awkward, eight, nine, 10 year olds at some point, you know? Yes. 
I love it so much. And I'm going to, you guys, I'm going to link Kids Anthem, the boutique in the show notes. So you can go check her out, um, show her some love as well. And obviously she's a, she's a Texas local. So um, if you're in that area, go check out her store and what she's doing is really impactful as well. So we're excited to, to partner with her in some aspect. And this course that Shalanda is brilliantly making, it will be out in August. Um, So if you're listening before August, be prepared for that. If it's after August of 2019, um, it's already in the Academy. So you can go look for that there. And I would love to wrap up with what the rest of 2019 is going to look like for you. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Well, 2019. So I'm not going to talk forever, but I will say every year that since I've started business, I've always promised myself that I would do one thing that scares me every year, like business wise, that scares me. Um, so maybe this is that thing for somebody listening, but, um, every year I've done everything from work with other companies to do a commercial shoot, you know, to speaking at big conferences, whatever it is, every year I do something that just truly scares the ever living shit out of me. (laughs) Um, and, um, mostly because I have two girls that are watching, um, and I want to show them that you can do scary things, but this year, my scary thing <laughs> is crazy. Um, so I was asked to speak internationally this year. So I'm speaking at a conference um, internationally. I'm speaking at a conference in Italy with a translator. <laughs> no way. Oh, I'm not hilarious. Oh, which is hilarious. That's going to be translator. When is, when is that? <laughs> so that's at the end of May. Wow. Um, I'm speaking at a couple other conferences, which is also a scary thing because I, I normally just speak at one and mm-hmm. it's my comfort zone. It's become my comfort zone now because I know the audience so well and the audience knows mm-hmm. me. So it's really not scary anymore. So this year I decided to speak um, at Reset and Instant Inspire. So two conferences that I've never spoken at or, you know, in the past. So that's kind of scary because it's a completely different crowd. Um, but yeah, the international thing is truly. <laughs> but so I said yes to do this. And then I was also asked to speak in Australia. So I don't know what's wrong with me this year. Apparently <laughs> I'm like just throwing myself over the ledge here. Because no, gonna <laughs> that is a lot more than one thing. Uh, <laughs> dude, the people in Australia are the nicest people on the planet. I'm just going to tell you that right now. So you'll enjoy oh that. Well, I've heard that about both places. So hopefully, um, both places will appreciate the y'all, <laughs> the Texan, the Texan in my mouth. They'll love it. And you'll be amazing as per usual. And uh, we're so grateful for you. And we're big fans. We're going to be following along in your journey. So happy to do this with y'all. I just love y'all. Oh, we love you too. And we're going to link all of your links in the show notes. So if you guys, I'm sure all of you are already following her, but if you're not hit the links in the show notes, give her a follow. She's amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to us that you're here and we hope you walk away feeling inspired as hell. If you're not already a student in Unraveled Academy, go to www.theunraveledacademy.com. You can also access the link below. Come join us. We have